hey, care, guess what? What? We finally have a full Democratic ticket. Kamala Harris is going to be our vice president. Yes, a truly historic pick. And she's an intelligent, brilliant questioner who is going to be great at her job. Also, write down October 7th as the day she's going to make Mike Pence cry. She may not have been your first pick. She wasn't mine. But this ticket excites me. And what's really exciting is getting to vote to kick out this whole garbage administration. That's right. And it's going to be a fight. To learn how to get involved, go to votesaveamerica.com slash everylastvote. There you'll find everything you need to vote on November 3rd. Donald Trump and his installed lackey at the USPS are doing everything they can in the middle of a pandemic to sabotage mail-in voting. So if you decide to vote by mail, make sure you send it in at least two weeks early. And don't forget to research your down-ballot races. We need to take the Senate back, and we need to keep the House. If you're able, young, and healthy, you can also sign up to be a poll worker on Election Day. Most poll workers are folks for whom COVID-19 would be deadly. Those of us who are less susceptible can take their place. I did, and I'm so excited to help Chicagoans cast their ballots. You can also volunteer to phone or text Pink. We need to ensure that all Americans are aware that Republicans are doing their favorite thing, suppressing our right to vote. Maybe this ticket doesn't represent all the change you wanted to see, but take Noam Chomsky's advice. The left position is you rarely support anyone. You vote against the worst. You keep the pressure and activism going. Vote for Biden and then haunt his dreams. He is running on the most progressive policies in American history, and that is encouraging. So vote early. And send that mail-in ballot as soon as you can. Sign up to be a poll worker. And volunteer when you can. There is nothing more imperative than getting the wannabe dictator and all of his sycophants out of the White House. VoteSaveAmerica.com slash EveryLastVote. And on November 3rd, vote, honey! Hey, this is my best friend, Carolyn. And this is my best friend, David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. People like that. They love mouth noises. Hey, you know what? I have a beef. I have a beef with the DNC. Mm, Okay. It's the microphones are too good. And I could hear Obama's nose whistling. Ew. And, and, I did not and every that. every like every every pause and like when Kamala was speaking, it was all like the mics are too good. <laughs> the mics are too good. I don't want to hear that shit. Hey DNC, if you need a sound engineer, I uh, David Wesley Mitchell am took available. out all of my nonsense. What word couldn't I pronounce? February, <laughs> February, the, and it was eight times. I couldn't say it. And uh, what what are we talking about? We're talking about Carolyn's book. It's oh, called Love Me a Little. The sad. author, the the byline is Avery Easton. Find it She's for pre-order on uh, Amazon.com. It's uh, they sell. They're they're an online bookstore. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, and also, my apologies for selling on Amazon. It's not my fault. It's my publishers. Uh, welcome to Will and Grace and Vodka. Hey, guys. We just decided to get drunk before the podcast. That's what we did, because why? It's hot out. It's hot. It's four in the afternoon. Nothing means anything. Everything yeah. is so stupid and important. As John Lovett said. <laughs> Everything is so stupid and important. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that is that a John Lovett? Or is it's that a, a John Lovett. Johnson? Okay. It's a John Lovett. Okay. 
he just okay. tweeted out, everything is so stupid and important. And yeah. like, that's, that's it. It is. So that John anyway. love it. He's a, I love him so like deeply. <laughs> he's dope. Uh, I want him and Ronan to have a podcast. I don't know why they don't yet. I'm very upset about yeah, it. Why don't they? Because Ronan's it, a journalist with integrity. If you, if you if you have a need, so for someone to produce a podcast, if you're love it, if you're yet unfamiliar with the medium, <laughs> I'm available. Again, <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome to Will and Grace and Vodka. What are you drinking, David? Vodka. What are you drinking? Also vodka. Great. <laughs> With some tonic water. I don't know, man. It's. I'm sitting next to my window, right? And you know how when it. there's a window, it's glass. And the glass, when you touch it, <laughs> even when it's not hot out, or excuse me, even when it's hot out, the glass is usually cool to the touch. This no. burns my hand. Because Stop why? It is touching. 106 degrees. Gerilyn, why don't you like LA? Weird. You know what it is here? A nice 82. It's gorgeous on the deck. And why aren't you here? Out in the desert, they recorded the hottest temperature on the planet Earth since the 30s. I know. I saw that. On the planet So anyway, if you are thinking of using a protest vote, don't. And then haunt his dreams, like you said. And then haunt his dreams. I didn't say that. Noam Chomsky did. He's better than me. Well, Noam Chomsky said it. Then you wrote it down so that I could say it in our PSA. And then you said it again. Yeah. So we've all said it. So we've all said it. Noam Chomsky. Who the fuck is Noam Chomsky? Noam Chomsky, you don't own words. Come sue me, bitch. (laughs) Oh, it's this today. Maybe we should get started. Uh (laughs) Everything is so stupid and important. Episode 606, entitled uh-huh. <clears throat> Heart Like a Wheelchair. Why? Original air date, November 6, three. <laughs> Directed by James Burroughs, written by Tracy Poost and John Kinali. I, I love that for them. Um, Hulu video summary. Will takes his mother for an afternoon stroll and bumps into an attractive bachelor. <laughs> Dylan McDermott Mulroney McDermott. Is it it Dermot Mulroney? No, it's Dylan McDermott. Okay. Um, Karen continues her lifelong quest to hunt down hubby stealing Lorraine. Um, Is there IMDb trivia? Yeah, and it's that Deborah Messing was not in this episode. Very good. Mm. Are there any people of color? Some extras, yes. All right. There are in the background. I wish that... I'm looking forward to Tay Diggs is what I'm getting at. I just want Tay Diggs. Yeah. And you know, every time, so we just started doing this back in like June um, when the BLM protests really got huge. Black Lives Matter protests really got huge. And like, shout out to Liz and the BLM behind her last night. Absolutely. And I like, I think I've been thinking about it every time I hear it while I'm like editing or listening to the episode. I'm like, why are we doing this? Does it matter? And I think it does. I think it does matter to point out in our favorite things that they exclude people of color. Mm-hmm. And like, it's alarming how few people of color are on some of our favorite, like 
mainstream television shows from the nineties and early two thousands. And like, uh, I think naming it is a good way to at least start being, I agree. um, making, making, making space for growth. Ah, yes. Ah, yeah. So Will is washing his mom's pantyhose. <laughs> Which in is ew. Which is really a rough and uh, question. She's wearing a cast. What's she doing wearing pantyhose, getting them dirty? Exquisite question. Get Maybe she doesn't put your them on her legs. Magnifying glass out. Maybe she doesn't put them on her legs. What is she like robbing banks? Maybe or maybe she. Put some on her arms. For puppets? Yeah, maybe she makes little puppets. And, oh, that's and, fun. Uh, so. <laughs> then, uh, and he's just feeling like, God, we are too close. He this wants to die. He literally says he wants to die. Yep. And great. Uh, Karen comes in and starts ding, a bit. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, okay. She's, this blouse. I can't. It was almost my ding. Bananarama. Like, <laughs> what is on her body? It's like, know. it's sheer and it's like beige, excuse me, like beigey coral something. And like, it's, it's like fitted and her, it's booby and the sleeves are too long. Like, yeah, it's bad. Was having a sleeve that was a little too long kind of a thing? Maybe. In the early 2000s? It's just so strange. That's my fashion moment. It is a bizarre little blouse, and it was nearly yes. mine as well. Uh, so she does this great bit where she says, the private dick found Lorraine Finster, the woman who tried to bump me off after she stole my husband at the Knickerbocker Hotel. And then she says this three more times, and every time it's different. And it is <laughs> she just so mixes up the words. funny. It it's is great. I, I I just I can't <laughs> I didn't I didn't write any of them down and I'll fuck it up anyway but like just the way that they wrote that there was no reason for it it is pure comedy pure Sinus. Karen takes Marilyn's painkillers because Marilyn doesn't want to take them anymore uh-huh. it's great it's so fucking good it's I mean and it's Maya Mullally has a very good episode this episode. Like, mm-hmm. like I know that we talk about Deborah as being that, wow, well, so now what I'm doing is I'm chewing on ice I on my that. podcast, yeah. mm-hmm. which is. No, that's great. was a tactical move. Yeah. Everything I do is calculated. Nothing is an accident. Nothing is unintentional. I have a plan. So we think of Deborah as being our Lucille Ball. But yes. Miss Mullally in this Seriously. episode is like Lucille Ball incarnate. It's so God, she is she just really sings in this episode. It's 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 something else. She's truly phenomenal. Yeah. And then uh Marilyn is still in her wheelchair. She wants to go out to the terrace and Will like drags her up the stairs <laughs> and throws uh-huh. her out. Like he is done uh, with yeah. his mom. Um yeah. and then 
uh, Will can't help Karen go locate Lorraine because he has to wheel his mom through the park that afternoon. And Jack Mm -hmm. comes in with a giant box and says, look, I got this care package for Grace. What's her address in Pittsburgh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's so far away. What's her address in Pittsburgh? She's in Cambodia. Oh, that seems like a lot of stamps for a condom. A condom. In this giant box he's got. It's very slapstick. It's very sitcom. It's very, it's very funny. It's a great opening scene. It's ridiculous. And um, as the third and final recipient of Karen's Knickerbocker Hotel spiel, uh, just like in the last episode, she barely gets the sentence out and, and, and he agrees to go with her, just like was the opposite in the last episode. Because they're besties. Because they're besties and they have a shared language. So, we go to the park. It's Central Park. It is weird. A beautiful I always autumn find... Day. Huh? It's a beautiful autumn day. The aerial yes. shot is like, oh, the lovely colors. I always find indoor park scenes to be so muted. Yeah. They're so um, weird. They're very strange. But he runs into Dylan McDermott-Mulroney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I honestly, I wrote down Dermot Mulroney. Even though because I, they're the same person. They're the same person. Yeah. But it's Dylan McDermott, who you know from American Horror Story, if you're cool. If you're cool. Uh, he is very hot. Yeah. He's, I mean, like, I get that he, uh, like, objectively, yeah. this man is symmetrical. and is and aesthetically and, pleasing. Yeah. And, like, well, like, proportioned. He has yeah, those like pretty for me. Those like sharp eyes. He does. Yes, I they're love very them. sharp and and exciting to look at. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's a little too excited about taking care of his mom. Yep. Whose name is Ruth, and she's asleep, and Will runs into her, and he is openly vicious to Marilyn, and it is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Will, but uh, uh, Will does have a line where he says, oh, yeah, this is Marilyn. We're really close, too. Some people think we're sisters. <laughs> and it's, that's a great line. Uh, but Tom is way into Marilyn's wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn's like, yeah, it's the cheapest one. I love Blythe in this episode. My God, me too. Also, she does such a good job of playing the mother of Eric McCormick's character. Yes. Like, like her mannerisms match his. Like it's just they do. She's so good. She's so good. Ugh. Uh. So Tom tells Will he'll take him to a medical supply store to get something for the wheelchair, and they're flirting, and it's very hot. It's very cute, and very cute. Marilyn wheels off to uh, get her some lemonade. You boys keep flirting. Mm-hmm. And Will mm-hmm. says, "Were you flirting? I wasn't. I wasn't flirting." And Tom says, oh, I was flirting. And so there's a little heat, a little connection. But he's weird. Uh, he's weird. But I mean, it is still hot to be flirted with. It's, it's, yes, a, fun thing. it's a fun thing to happen. Um, so they plan to meet up the next day. Same bat time, same bat place. Uh, and Will is playing along like he's really into Marilyn as well. Like, uh-huh. it's like, oh, yeah, I love taking care of her. I'm going to do her hair later. And... <laughs> It's so untrue and so sarcastic and so yummy. I love it. 
mm-hmm. love because they're both fucking sick of each other and Marilyn just wants to go home and Will just wants her to leave and it's wonderful. This is such good. This story of this episode, while like largely inconsequential to the greater arc of the Will and Grace, you know, through line is, is so good. Like, you know, for me, this like, it's, it's, I can't even explain it. It's just magic. The show's fucking magic. It's so funny and so good. That's why you tune in precise cutting uh, commentary on Will and Grace. Like I can't explain it. It's just magic. Way to go, David. Put that can't degree help to but use. Notice we are both at the end of our drinks. Oh. Should we get more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we're going to pause for no messages. Is what we're going to do here. <laughs> I get back be. in a sec, kids. <laughs> Hello, we're back. Hello. Oh, what you got? That's this is Diet Diet Coke. Coke? This is Diet Coke. I'll tell you why. I need to pick me up. I love Diet Coke. Me too. I just put more ice in what was left of my vodka. Oh, so you've you've chilled it. I've chilled it. Mm -hmm. So that that's nice. I like that. Um, So we go to the hotel Knickerbocker. Yes. And Karen finds Lorraine's room. Now, it should be mentioned that she says it's, it's an Elfinster who's registered. Yes. To this room. Elfinster. And she hasn't thought through what she's going to do to her. And Jack tells her <laughs> a great revenge would be to make her watch the American version of anything British. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And except for the Karen, office. Except for the office. Uh, and then Karen says, I could have sex with her until she dies like she did to Stan. So funny. Great delivery. So funny. Lorraine's not there. Karen decides mm-hmm. to wait. Jack says, I'll wait too. But he gets impatient after two seconds and runs away to get string cheese. And an adorable moment happens where Karen really loves Little Debbie's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'd think in this show it would be a euphemism for something like a pill or a sex yep. thing uh-huh. no no mm-hmm. it's literally a little Debbie snack cake yes adorable because she wants a little Debbie and I also want a little Debbie now I want a snack when's last cake? time you had a little Debbie what's your favorite little Debbie I don't think I have one I was never allowed to eat those things as a kid and <sighs> I don't think I ever ate them ever really I mean I've had a Twinkie not even That's like the, the chocolate Swiss rolls. No. Oh, girl, we gotta we gotta write that wrong. I don't think that we do. Yo, we do. It's a treat. <laughs> it's a treat that you should have. It's so yummy. Um, so she's trying to figure out how to get in. It's obviously locked. It's a hotel room, but she discovers what is the word for that window above a door? A transom. A transom. She discovers there's a transom. I now, how that. many hotels have you stayed in be- that have a transom? I have, <clears throat> I have seen them in like old hotels, because like oh. I've seen a lot of the hotels downtown, um, mm. that are old because weddings. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um, I have seen several that have transoms. Okay. Okay. Fair. But they're all like, 
it's all in the like the really older like the the older hotels that like have been rehabbed so they're all painted over and stuff so it's like your like knickerbocker hotels right? like your knickerbocker hotels uh-huh. so uh she discovers that she stands on a chair she's trying to get in and her butt's sticking out and john cleese comes around the corner her very hot butt she has a very good butt and he makes a comment about the view meaning her butt and she asks for his help it's John Cleese. It's John Cleese. I love John Cleese. I do too. Fun fact, he was at one of our weddings once. Wait, what? Yeah, John Cleese attended. We did, uh, we um, planned a wedding with a British man and a American woman. And they got married here out in St. Charles and he came to it. Um, cool. I sadly was not there. I could. I was already booked that day, so I couldn't DOC, day of coordinate. And... Um, he was lovely and kind and wonderful. So I just wanted to point that out. Oh, and sweet. Um, and doggone it, he's funny. Doggone um, it. The man can make you laugh. Uh, so he... <laughs> uh, Karen climbs onto his shoulders. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, please, wait, wait. please, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Line of the episode for me. I don't know why I ding ding dinged it. Sure, but, but anything can I, be a ding ding ding. I laughed about. so hard because he asks her what she's doing in there, and he and she says, "The woman in there wronged me something bad, and I'm gonna go in there and sex the life out of her." <laughs> I laughed so hard. Line of the episode. Yeah. And then his response is, hmm, "Thought it might be something like that." Hop on. <laughs> <laughs> and she climbs onto his shoulders. Like they have a do, funny bit. They have a funny bit with a guy who works at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, these hallways are narrow. I had to climb right over this man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. I think maybe John Cleese's presence like made this a little more slapstick. Like the whole the, episode. Like, I mean, like the whole the, episode that they wrote just felt a little more slapstick than usual. There's a, there's an old fashioned quality to the jokes. Yes. The entire episode. And they are really funny. And it's clear that like Megan really knows what she's doing with material. Like, I mean, Megan can do anything, but like she really knows what she's doing with that material in particular. It's so fun to see. Um, So the guy walks away. He, puts her through the transom and she's dangling half through the transom. And she's like, Oh no, this is not going to work. There's not a tall British man on this side. So, And he's like, ah, great. Well, no problem. And he open unlocks and opens the door and walks through it. And she's like, how the hell did you get through here? And he's like, well, this is my room. And it's, she's like, it's so Monty Python. It's so Monty Python. And she's like, you're not Lorraine Finster. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, well, I'm her father. And that's how it's revealed that dun, dun, dun. father. Right. So. We go back to the apartment where Marilyn is walking out of her wheelchair and Will says, absolutely not. And he basically uh-huh. just pushes her back down. Mm-hmm. Because he needs her to go to the park and talk to Ruth and Tom. And, and Marilyn's like, you just ask him out. You don't need me. She and like then I'm stuck with the mother who's 120. She worked 
She was a she, nurse at the Battle of Gettysburg. It's <laughs> a great joke. I love the my favorite bit about Ruth is coming up. I the dentures. Uh no no it's well the dentures but then what happens after we'll get there. Um. So basically, Marilyn says, "Fine, whatever. I guess." Yeah. Right. And so then we get to the park and they're chatting again. Um, no. We go yes. back to... Nope. He insists that she... She says she doesn't want to, and then we cut... We do a smash cut to, to her sitting... To the hotel. No. To her sitting in the park, and then we go to the hotel right away. It's oh, just... It's like... Oh! Right, 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 like right, right. It's like a yes, few yes, seconds yes. It's long. It's like yeah. 10 seconds, yeah. Right. Um, It's like a total throwaway. So, then we're at the hotel, and they're in the room, and this scene is so good. It's hysterical. Karen can't believe, believe Lorraine has a father. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. He says, do you want tea? No, I don't want tea. Do you want scotch? Yes, I want a scotch. Perfect. Uh, and the glasses that they're drinking a scotch out of also were almost my fashion moment. They have like a Burberry pattern on them. Gorgeous. Yeah. Plaid. Really pretty. Speaking of drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he... Lyle says, I will give Lorraine, I will give you a piece of information for every kiss you give me. (laughs) And Karen says, you must think I'm a common whore. Shirt on or off? And (laughs) yeah. uh, So they sit together. Karen asks a question, leaps into his arms and kisses him. He answers the question Mm -hmm. and he keeps doing it. He grabs her ass at one point. It's very funny. Um, And then she realizes he's playing her, basically. For kisses. How dare he? And she leaves in a huff, which I was not expecting. Way to go, Care. Thanks. And? <laughs> not me? Well, you too, Carolyn. <laughs> you call me Care. Don't act like I'm crazy. Yeah, but Jackie calls her uh, a Care a lot. That's why, that's why, that's why it's cute. That's why it's cute that we do this because we're like them. Because we're like them. And it's like, oh my God, we're like best friends. Get it? Um, uh, I'm drunk. I'm so. Oh, am I drunk? You're hot. I'm too hot to think clearly is what I am. Um. Ring-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding. So, we go back to the park. Yes. And um, Tom and Will are sitting by this cart with many glass jugs of liquid. Um, <laughs> Why did we do crystal uh, decanter things? Like <laughs> It's like, oh in, my. In Central Park. Yeah, like, why weren't they those big plastic things where it right. like whooshes up and goes down the side. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like oh absolutely. Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But no, no, no. Central Park has crystal dispensers. Yeah, really fancy. Lemonade. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so why is Will so into this? Because this guy is I, weird. Is it just because like he's hot? like the first person to pay attention to him in a while, maybe? True. We've all been there. We've, There's okay. lots of... Fa- oh, yeah. We yeah, have yeah. certainly dated men who I were do not weird fault. right from jump. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do not fault Will for liking this man's attention and being like, well, I could deal with his mom. She'll be dead soon. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but I'm sure that weird thing about him that he can't stop talking about is not that big a deal. Right. Uh, so <clears throat> Tom really wants to catch up to his mom's age. They sing Wouldn't It Be Nice together, so that'll go on the Spotify playlist. Oh, love that. <clears throat> oh, my God, but they sing one line, and then yeah. Tom goes, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> So mom's denture has come out. So Tom goes to assist her and Marilyn is like, I hate Ruth. This is my favorite part. This is, this is, she's like, I hate Ruth. She's always like, she just can't stop. She won't shut up about her hair. Don't you like my pretty hair? Do you like my pretty hair? Oh, I have such pretty hair. And I love the idea that this 120 year old lady, she's not 20 obviously, but like this extremely geriatric lady, is just boasting about her looks. <laughs> it's very, it's cute. It's very yeah. cute. Uh, but Marilyn is taking one for the team for Will, and it's very sweet. And Will finally asks Tom to dinner, and Tom says he'll bring his mother. And then Will's <laughs> like, maybe you don't, though. And Tom reluctantly agrees to that. Gross. Uh, yep. <laughs> so Lyle calls what appears to be a really great uh, escort service. They have I was like, how efficient? They have confirmation numbers. Mm -hmm. He cancels the sex worker he ordered. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just a great business model, I think. Sounds lovely for everyone involved. So Jack appears looking for his bosomy spitfire friend. And Lyle (laughs) says, oh, and ding, ding, ding. It's the way that Jack uses his turtleneck in this scene. I oh the turtleneck was almost it for me too. Absolutely. Yes. First of all, it's a it's a forest green, like cable knit. super comfy cable knit turtleneck. And Jack like pulls it over his face when he's being mm-hmm. coy. It's mm-hmm. very, very good. Um, so Lyle admits to kissing Karen, but doesn't know where she went. He did get the string cheese in Little Debbie. Yeah. And then it finally chick clicks clicks for Jack that Finster is Lorraine Finster's dad. And and he, like Karen, looks in the Ming vase yeah. for Lorraine. <laughs> I love them so much. I know. Uh, so Jack will not, will only maybe trade some kisses for info on where Karen went. Don't be so sure. Yeah. Uh, so we're in... Tom's building after dinner. We're at the apartments. Will has walked him inside and he apparently cut up date, cut up Will's meat at dinner, which uh-huh. is appalling. Yeah. Really, really distressing. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's go on record, right there. Like there were, there was at least one boy that I dated <clears throat> since we started this podcast who was it wasn't a mom thing, but it was definitely a too attentive issue. Like, definitely, like, was on the verge of being like, can I cut that meat for you? You're thinking because you don't know which one it was. No, right? I don't. Yeah. I'm going to tell you his name, and you're, and that's not going to help. Oh. No, I remember that one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. I remember oh, it.
I don't remember really anything about it. I had a very nice. There's absolutely nothing about him attracted me to him. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, we've all we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like you're here and you might like me. I let's just see where what happens. Yeah. I'm yeah. a little desperate right now. Please give me some affection. Yep. We've all been there. It's oh, okay, yeah. Will. Absolutely. So what happens is Tom and Will are about to kiss and the EMTs come out of the elevator with Ruth on a stretcher. She's hurt her wrist trying to get the jippy pop. <laughs> and I thought this was a brilliant um <laughs> a brilliant turn by the writers. Who were like, well, it can't be anything serious because then we'd actually care. But all right. she's done is hurt her wrist trying to make the popcorn that it was that Tom was supposed to be there to make for her. And he flips out and it is hysterical. The, she could just, have died, mother hater. Just really sells his like how how appalled he is with himself for leaving his mother alone to fend for herself. For one night. With a hot yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, and as he's, after he storms off, Will's like, so see you tomorrow? For lunch? I, uh, oh, yeah. Will. Well, you oh, know, Will. sometimes you Love just yourself. go out with someone because you just do that. Yeah, it's fine. Like, casual dating. That's okay. Not every person you date has to be somebody you're with. Yeah. So then we go to Karen and Grace's office, which is hysterical. Because mm-hmm. what is she doing there? She's Why would she go to work? <laughs> i tell you what she's doing. She's looking through an Oprah magazine and her yeah. opening line is, oh, Oprah, what are you doing on that horse? <laughs> <laughs> so Jack told Lyle where Karen was. So does that mean he kissed Lyle? Was that the deal? We I think that's what we're meant, to, we're meant to imagine, yeah. And Lyle proposes that they look for Lorraine together because neither of them know where she is. And she says, no, I have dinner. No, I'm not going for coffee. No, I don't want raunchy sex in the back of a cab. But he wants to keep her around. He says, it's time to get serious uh, with someone I just met. Yep. Been there. And she says, you're not getting your banger anywhere near my mash. Great line. Great line. And then he says, well, fine. I guess I'll leave then. But before I go... And she says, uh, what? And then because she's asked him a question, they have to kiss again. And she says, (laughs) get out of here. And she does not like this man. No, no, no. And in that very, like, in that very, uh, uh, Sarah, Sky Masterson, Guys and Dolls kind of way. Yes. Oh, my God. Perfect. Yes, exactly. She's like, why I oughta, you get out of here, you rascal, but kiss yes. me. Like, but kiss me. Kiss yeah. me, kid. Yeah, exactly. Aww. Mm. So, last thing that happens, we go back to the apartment, and Marilyn is leaving. Yay. Yay, everybody's happy about it. And she's so By supportive of him. Like, she stayed extra days, even though she hated him for the moment. Mm-hmm. She's a good and- mom. She's a good mom. She's, it's a really sweet scene between the two of them. Yeah. And that's the up. Do you have a takeaway? Um, Great. Yeah. <laughs> how, how about you? <laughs> uh, don't try to force it just because he's cute. 
Mm, oh, God. Yeah, good advice. Follow your instincts on those red flags. Mm-hmm. Take care of your mom. Mm-hmm. And Take care of your if mom. You, if you need to go on a date, just to go on a date and do it. Yeah, it's fine. The end. Thank you all for listening. We adore you. If you don't already, check us out on Patreon um, because we could uh, all use a little support. So patreon.com slash Will and Grayson Vodka. You can be cool like Patrick, Emily J, Dorothy, Natalie G, or Nikki B. Because you're the best. Uh, and also, if you haven't, please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're listening on and subscribe and share us with your friends. We're fun. Yeah, right? share us. <clears throat> um, there's more than enough to go around. PJ Hankey, thank you for writing our theme music. Sasha Gerritsen, thank you, as always, for being our executive producer. We just adore you. And follow us at Will and Grace Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow both of us at Certainly David and at Carisesso. Yeah, and also I meant to add, I'm locked right now because Daddy needs oh. to find a job. But yeah. go ahead and request me. Why not? Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, but I'm there. So, anyway, that's our show. We love you guys. Thank you. I love you. I love you, David Wesley Mitchell. Carolyn Faith Johnson, you light up my life. Say goodnight, Gracie. Light up my life. Good night, Gracie. Da, 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 da. I don't remember Leanne Rhymes. I miss Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs>